Natural Beauties, welcome to Clean Beauty Over Coffee, where we like to discuss all that is clean beauty, wellness, and of course, skincare over coffee. So get your preferred drink ready and let's chat. Cheers! What you needed. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get started, let us tell you a little bit about ourselves. So hello everyone listening today, I'm Marie and I'm a lover of all things that are natural. Hi, I'm Doris and I am a mother of two and a lover of clean beauty. Hi, and I'm Rosie, lover of clean beauty as well. And so I love all things natural, especially beauty. Today's episode of Clean Beauty Over Coffee, we're going to be delving a little bit into how lifestyle impacts your skin health. But first, We'd like to take a second to tell you a little bit about our podcast sponsor, Vilao. Vilao is an entirely natural and waterless skincare brand that formulates specialized products that deeply nourish and hydrate your skin, repairing it from the inside out. Vilao takes clean beauty to a whole new level. So before we talk about clean beauty, let's talk a little bit about skin itself. So skin is made of three basic layers, the epidermis, the dermis, and then the hypodermis, which is the subcutaneous fat layer. Skin is the largest organ on your body. Yes, gentlemen, sorry to disappoint you. Skin is the largest organ. <laughs> so being that skin covers your entire body, it has the most vital function to keep you alive. It provides the first layer of defense for you. It protects you against pathogens, bacteria, viruses, it regulates your body temperature. It, 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 is, it is. It's the ultimate bulwark barrier to protect you from the environment. Yeah. So yeah. it's extremely important to keep it at its best. Not to mention that it has um, immune cells that protect you. So you definitely should nourish it and take care of it. Yes, definitely. Very true. Very true. Being that it has immune cells, it's actually... You have the cells, they're called Langerhans cells, that are basically they're phagocytes that lay on the epidermis and they provide that first layer of immune protection. So it is very important to make sure that your skin is healthy so that you at least have that first layer of defense secure. So as, so as you can see, skin is not just, uh, beauty is not just skin deep. It's beyond that. It's more than just beauty. It's health and a good, healthy lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, skin is the reflection of your internal health. Yeah, there is a whole division of Chinese medicine that's dedicated to what your face shows, which is connected to different organs, and it's through the skin that it's all decided. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, a prime example of your skin reflecting your internal health is actually, I have a personal example. Back when I was like 16 years old, I remember I had a dark spot on my neck. And I thought that was purely on the surface of my skin. But when I went to see my dermatologist, she actually warned me to go get my blood tested for prediabetes. Lo and behold, it was prediabetes. And because of my skin showing me my problems, my internal problems, it saved me from a world of hurt. So skin truly is amazing. And not only it just regulates the internal, it protects your internals. And it just, it's like a warning. So you know, ladies, learn to read your skin. Pay attention to every little mark. Very Absolutely. true. Very true. That's not just about wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. should be a, a segment in health class. Yes. Yeah. But oh, what not we to mention our skin. Yeah, and not to mention what hormones do to your skin. Yes. Very true. 
True. Yeah, mm-hmm. at different uh, stages of our lives. Yeah, we ch- yeah. we change dramatically every year, minute to minute, time of the month for oh, gosh, most yes. adult women. Yes. Yeah, and unfortunately, we don't treat our skin kindly. We have all these toxins around us. We yeah. <clears throat> uh, we eat poorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we eat poorly, and if you do eat well, sometimes the quality of the food is not there. We're going through a soil crisis in North America, from what I've read. Uh, the soil quality, quality is very poor, so we need to oftentimes supplement or eat more of a certain fruit or vegetable in order to obtain the satisfactory amount of vitamins and minerals for your body. Yeah, and you know, that brings us up to like the effects of processed foods or the quality of the food, like you were mentioning, uh, the climate, stress, the chemicals, the bad habits, it all has a, an I mean, amazing effect on our skin. Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For example, um, the effects of the climate on your skin, you know, depending on where you live. Uh, if you live here in Texas, where we're from, humidity is super high. And Texas. you think, wow, everybody must have gorgeous skin in Texas because of the humidity. But... <laughs> We have very harsh sun. We have to we have to make sure we protect our skin from that sun. And then not to mention hurricane season yeah. and and all the rain flooding. I read an article on the healthline.com uh, that talked about how flooding and the effects of flooding on your skin. You know, uh, hurricanes, storm or the you know, storms, they bring in all these uh, mosquitoes and all these diseases that come from flooding. And you see that on your skin. And I would have never connected flooding to skin issues. Probably mold. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. I mean, mold is a big health. And the, no. the mold spores are so fine and small, they can just latch onto your pores. And especially if your skin barrier is not in the right state, it, oh, you're yeah. much more likely to. Vulnerable. Yeah, exactly, to mold spores. Yeah. yeah, and I know, speaking as a recent graduate, stress, Stress does a whole world of hurt to your skin. When you're stressed, you your body releases a, a much higher level of cortisol. And cortisol just it's it suppresses your immune system. And your immune system is not only inside your body but on the surface of your body as we talked about earlier. So whenever those cells are suppressed on your skin, you're much more vulnerable to outside forces. But also when you're exhibiting higher levels of cortisol, you produce more oil. Mm-hmm. So whenever you're more oily, you tend to, you know, get more breakouts. And then on top of that, you your collagen starts to break down a little bit and just altogether, your body is, is going out of it. Yeah, uh, also not to mention when you're stressed, you tend to eat more sweets. Mm-hmm. And yes. how do less <laughs> chocolate affect your body? <laughs> sugar, sugar is a, a a huge enemy of your skin. Yeah, uh, it, it's there is a process called glycation where actually the sugar that you eat it latches onto collagen and elastin, and these are the main things that keep your skin fresh and supple, yes. mm-hmm. bouncy. <laughs> so. Um, when you eat sugar, you basically, you age faster. Yeah, that makes and sense. we do that to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you're stressed and you go, oh, 
I'm so stressed. I have to eat that chocolate. Yeah, I mean, you're stressed, broke college student, so you're going to go for the unhealthy options anyways. Absolutely. Truly, I I feel like that's not talked about enough with with college students or or people who are going through stressful periods. Yeah. Yeah, usually we connect stress to other problems, you know, mental health, um, not so much to skin. and... And, And going back to, again, learn to read your skin. It's about... Also, you sometimes don't feel stress, and you keep, you may say, I, but I don't feel stress, I don't feel anxious, but you may be, and it's gonna show through your skin, and you're wondering, like, why do I have this rash, or, you know, I'm breaking out, and I don't know why. Um, you know, take a moment to evaluate, okay, what's going on, you know, what do I have going on, and it's important to exercise, pick a hobby or something that you love to do, and take at least 10, 15 minutes to do that. If you love reading, find a quiet spot, grab a good cup of coffee, <laughs> and, um, and just de-stress. Find a way to de-stress yourself because, again, even if you don't feel stress, you may be going through some stressful times, and it's going to show in your skin. Finally, in Texas, we have a few cool days. Oh, yes. So we can enjoy <laughs> our cup of coffee outside yes. and a book. That yes. Might... Yeah. Actually, playing on what you were just saying... It's true, stress and other internal and external environmental factors trigger flare-ups in in problems that you may already have, like psoriasis, Mm -hmm. eczema, rosacea. It's very important to try to moderate your stress levels, if not for just peace of mind for your skin, because you're adding another burden of stress whenever you're seeing yourself flare up because you're either embarrassed or you're in pain. You know, it's just best to minimize it as best as you can proactively. Yeah, here in... Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Not to mention that the moment your skin barrier is weaker, your immune system is less defended. Your body has less defense. So it's a whole chain of events that gets triggered with that. I know here here in Houston during the summer season, because it was so, so hot, the temperatures were so high, you walk out and you're already sweating. I mean, without... From the five steps that you've taken from your door to the car, you're sweating. That sweat, you know, had, again, clogs up pores. And it. I saw my son suffers from eczema, and I saw more flare-ups during the summer. Mm. And, again, sometimes we don't connect those dots, but we have to pay attention to those things because we already know, okay, summer's coming. you got to deal with the heat, the sun, uh, the sweat. <laughs> Allergies, all of that. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lot to keep in mind. But... Once you have it down and you start to learn your skin, then you know how to prepare for it before it gets to that season. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're coming into fall, it's a whole different routine from the summer because now we have to worry about uh, dry skin with the cold weather coming up. It feels great right now, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, but with Texas weather, it's it's pretty volatile, so it's good to be ready at all times. Yeah, we get all four seasons in one day. <laughs> yes, we do. Yay, Texas. <laughs> Yeah, also, um, food is really important for your skin. You have to eat seasonal. It's one of the main things that feed your skin. You have to obviously put good stuff on your skin that feeds it too. Yes. Yeah, I mean, your skin being the largest organ on your body, it inevitably absorbs a lot. There was a study that, that Rosie was talking about where your skin absorbs upward to 60 64% of what you apply topically. And in 20 seconds. 
20 just takes seconds and it's in into your bloodstream yeah. immediately. And in 26 seconds, it absorbs into your bloodstream, which is actually very surface level. Your skin is very thin. The epidermis is the top, the first layer of defense, but it is the thinnest. And then the dermis is where you have all the, the juicy stuff that we need to nourish, like your collagen production, the extracellular matrix is in there. That's where the collagen and the elastin come from. And then you have your hair follicle with the sweat glands, the sebaceous glands, you have the nerve, nerve endings. There's a lot in the middle part that's very shallow and your blood cells are in there too. They're very much on the surface. So whenever you apply something to your skin, it's very quickly in into that little bloodstream and then it just transfers immediately. This is why you have nicotine patches and stuff that you just put on your skin and it goes into your bloodstream. So it's it's crucial that everyone knows what they're putting on their skin yeah yeah because what you put on is going to be in yes definitely so everything from makeup uh skincare perfume you know, oh yeah perfume perfume lately it has been um on the news all these phthalates that cause endocrine disruptions that are actually in a lot of skincare the the good smell it messes up your body completely. Um, so it, it's very important to have essential oils versus phthalates that are called fragrance on your label. Yeah, that's another good point. Yes. yes. Read the labels. It, it's very important to, to educate yourself on the labels and, and what's in each product. And, and that, again, that's why I love Clean Beauty because um, it's important to see what am I putting on. You know, uh, it's just like you buying food. Uh, you're not going to buy or eat something that's uh, totally not organic, you know, it's not, it doesn't look healthy. You, you will need it. So pay attention to the labels on your, on your skincare products and, and your <clears throat> shampoo, uh, deodorant, everything that you put on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even the detergent that you use for yes. your clothes, it's important that it stays Healthy. I had to switch detergents because of that. My son kept getting itchy skin and I was like, what is going on? You know, and I, I had tried everything. Um, I had, I thought I changed his shampoo. I changed his body wash, you know, and then finally the last thing I thought of was detergent and I changed to a clean, all clean detergent. And that was the trick. It did the trick. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. And you yeah. would think it's not like you're putting chemicals directly on your skin. Yeah, exactly. But by association, it's in the sheet, in the thread, and the thread is touching your skin. But your skin is so sensitive mm -hmm. that it will absorb yeah. and then it will get irritated. You know, I'd say another thing that's important is too is to to see your dermatologist, see a nutritionist, because all these things are connected. The dermatologist will be able to tell you, okay, these you know, how to take care, what do you need for your skin, how to take care of it. Um, and, and the nutritionist is important because you may be eating something that's actually giving you some kind of allergy and yeah, you may absolutely. not realize that, you know. My husband would have um, a smoothie with soy milk every morning for two years and we went to see a nutritionist and he had a test done. Turns out he's allergic to soy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But again, he thought I'm being healthy, but then he kept having these flare-ups of gout and stuff. And he was like, I don't know what's causing it. I'm eating healthy. And, you know, 
again, check and see because each body's different. Yeah, so. it could be that it's not just the skin problem. It could be a reflection of something that yes. is happening in your body. Very true. Yeah, and <clears throat> just because it is natural doesn't necessarily mean that your body agrees with it as well. So mm -hmm. that goes to your yeah. point. It's good to check it out just in case. Yeah. Especially if you've been consistently doing things that you believe are very healthy, but turns out your body is not reacting the way you were hoping. Mm -hmm. Then <clears throat> it's worth checking out. Yes, definitely. So your skin is made up of three primary compounds, water, mainly, proteins, and lipids or fats. So what holds together your skin cells, the epithelial cells, are proteins. So in cases of free radicals or environmental aggressors, usually the binding compound, proteins, tend to break down a little bit and that's what breaks your skin barrier. So we need to come up with you know, innovative ways, or not even innovative, you can look to the past to see what our ancestors did to keep that skin barrier fortified and healthy so that you don't need to worry about free radical problems. The epithelial cell or the skin cell itself is made of lipids, particularly cholesterol and ceramides. So whenever you're trying to fortify your skin barrier, you usually wanna to cater to these main compounds that are found in your skin. So that could be natural ingredients that contain vitamins that nourish or promote antioxidant activity, that feeds the fat in your cells, uh, that makes sure that the proteins are healthy and working at their prime. So that happens through the skin and through your food, which is, you know, you feed your skin, you feed your body, mm -hmm. everything it's goes together. Yeah. So just to leave you with some tips on what to do, um, how to take care of your skin, you know, to give it its best. Uh, remember, always use sunscreen. That's very important. Um, try to avoid being out in the sun between the harsh hours of the sun, which are between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Uh, that's when the sun's at its highest. So that's very dangerous to be out at that point. Um, you know, vitamin E, vitamin C, uh, not just applying it, but also eating foods that are high in those is also a good idea. Uh, Antioxidant-rich foods, that's very important. Mm -hmm. uh, hydration, stay hydrated. Yeah, well, there is a hyaluronic acid in your skin that needs water. So you do need to be in a humid environment and consuming water as well if you want your, your skin to be hydrated. You know, make sure that you are eating plenty of antioxidant-rich foods such as carrots, leafy greens, blueberries, watermelon, keep to stay hydrated. Uh, you know, you, you can get a lot of water from vegetables and fruits out there, you know, cucumbers. You know, you don't necessarily always have to have a bottle of water. Water is great, but you could also eat cucumbers, snack on cucumbers and watermelon. That stuff's really good to keep you hydrated. Um, also, again, vitamin C, vitamin E, that's very important. So in a nutshell, everything we do impacts our skin, whether it be from our poor nutrient deficient diet to the geographic location to even your age. Your skin is a reflection of your internal health and should be nourished not only topically but internally. You are what you eat and your skin consumes too. Your skin is composed of the nutrients that you eat. So be sure to saturate your diet with highly nutritious proteins, fats, and fibers. Also remember, your skin absorbs upwards to 60% of what you place on it. So be sure that your skincare is clean and safe, 
Otherwise, you add toxic burdens into your body. That's why we created Vilao, so that we're sure that we know what we're putting onto our skin since it will get absorbed. So we want to leave you with a recipe. It's a, a soup for the fall that we really enjoyed that mm -hmm. is a collagen boosting soup. We have it attached the recipe below. And um, just, we wanted to make sure that you know that collagen is crucial for your body, not only for your skin, but also for your joints, your bones, your connective tissues, just it's pretty much a crucial element for your body. Yeah, and especially with age, your collagen production diminishes and the quality also depletes, decreases. So it's good to make sure that you're always trying to boost that. And start young, you know, it's, it's important to start taking care of your skin young. Don't wait until the 40s to My take age. care of it. <laughs> Um, start young. It's it's never you can never start too too soon to care yeah. for your skin. Heck, even I'm I'm 24 and I already developed sunspots just because I wanted to tan. So I've been trying to tan every summer since I was like 18 years old, and just at 24 I'm reaping the consequences from it. So as soon as you can, just be careful, be mindful. Yes, and read a lot. Read and yeah. learn how to read your skin, like Doris was saying, and. How to read your labels, both food and skincare. Mm -hmm. It's important to know what you're dealing with. And remember, choose clean beauty, natural products because uh, those will tend to be okay for all skin types and also for different age groups. So pick a skin line, skincare line that is good for that is natural because you can use it in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s, and you can follow that skin line and, and you'll see the results. You know. Mm -hmm. And okay. with that said, please go and follow us on Instagram. Our handle is Vilau, V-I-L-A-U underscore nature, or follow our Facebook page, Vilau Nature. Thank you all, and cheers. Cheers. cheers.